0: Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls. What's up? It is Chris Logan. Chris Logan Morning Show on the air. This is the Power Hour. A few minutes late. We're kind of late in the 7 o'clock hour and had a longer song, so it's 8.03. But anyway, glad you're here checking out the Power Hour. That's where we go in on what's trending, what's happening, what are some of the top stories of the day, pretty much like just what's happening. Here in Acadiana, statewide, national, worldwide. We got some uh-uh stories from time to time. We got some that's methed up stories inside of the Power Hour and more. But we got to say thanks to Mendez's Seafood Bar and Grill. They are the official restaurant of the morning show. The original location on Ducey in Lafayette and also the new location on Chemin Metairie in Youngsville where they have meth. Maybe. Uh, 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 allegedly. I got that story coming up, and, and, and there's no meth at Mendez's. I mean, that, um, that, that's not what I mean. There's another story uh, about that that's coming up inside of the Power Hour. That is not Jeff's secret ingredient. His secret ingredient is love, and the dude just knows how to cook. If you haven't been to Mandez's, you haven't experienced it, maybe go today, maybe go this weekend, and I got to say thanks to Motor City got a vehicle in mind you got some great pre-owned cars trucks SUVs motorcycles work trucks and don't forget about Bayou Garage that's their service center so if you need some work done break job mechanic work uh, they, they can do it for you at Motor City and that's right behind or on the side of Motor City depending how you're looking at it thanks for being sponsors of the morning show Oh, don't forget, we got merchandise on the website. Go to the Planet Store. I still have people from time to time that say, Hey, man, how can I get a hat? Or had a, uh, an email yesterday. Uh, Where can I get some decals? Well, we got all that. It is inside of the Planet Store the hats, the shirts, the decals at listen to the planet.com. And then while you're there, don't forget to score some tickets. Tickets only 15 bucks for Planet Fest. We're like two weeks away from that. Saturday, August twelfth, at Feed and Seed, Criers, Suffrage, and that ninety show celebrating Planet Radio. It's an all ages show. Three hundred tickets. Tickets are selling, and no, I am not exaggerating. They are. You, you know, I give it to you straight. I'm not going to give you something. I'm, I'm not going to uh, embellish on ticket sales. Now, do we have two hundred sold? No, but we have a little less than a hundred sold, and we only have three hundred. So I want you to come. I'd love for as many of you to come as possible. 15 bucks. Get your tickets now. Listen to theplanet.com. We'll get to our question of the day. Joe Burrow. Dude, what's up with snakes now, man? There's a lady in Shreveport that had a ball python in her toilet. Some other dude, I'm going to show you the video if you're watching. If, if not, you're going to hear the audio. Some dude got hit, uh, bit in the head by a snake. Are they getting mad because it's hot? Are they getting mad because of climate change? dude? They they need to cool off in toilet bowls and on top of screen doors? Are are they mad too? Uh, Also this, a woman has her phone stolen, her bank account hacked, and everything. She was visiting from New Orleans. I'll tell you how all that happened. Plus, I got some exciting news uh, in Dusau. If you travel around the Doosaw area or you take that Dusau exit, I got excited this morning when I was reading the story. And the story really had nothing to do about that, of, of what I'm going to tell you about. But I'm like, oh, dude, yes, that's going to help tremendously. Also, an 11-year-old girl fakes her friend's kidnapping. Come on. 210-year-old Dianne Feinstein, congresswoman. She was supposed to just say a or nay, and she broke out in a speech. Bud Light layoffs, and we got uh, an uh uh-uh uh story. Also, Chick Fil A, Taco Bell got some news surrounding them too. I hope we have time to get to all that stuff, dude. We have a lot today. Question of the day: Poirier or Gaethje? That fight tomorrow night, ESPN pay per view. Uh, it officially starts. I mention it. I kind of pulled some information this morning, nine o'clock Eastern. The preliminaries on ABC, ESPN, ESPN Deportes, ESPN Plus, SiriusXM Fight Nation. That's at seven o'clock. The early prelim starting at five thirty. That's on ESPN Plus and SiriusXM Fight Nation, and ESPN Plus available on ESPN.com, ESPN app, and your connected TV devices. But I think it's going to be a great fight tomorrow night. And obviously, yes, I'm pulling for Poirier. Poirier Gate G2. And I had an offer to go and I had to decline because I have a wedding reception at DJ tomorrow night that's been on the books. A couple people are like, dude, just come with us. Get somebody else to do it. And I and I just can't. Like I, I just can't cancel a wedding or get somebody else to do it. I I just I, I just can't. It, like to, to me, it's not right. Maybe that's just how I'm built. Like, if, if I tell you something, I'm going to do it. Like, I consider myself a man of my word, although I would have loved to hop on a plane with a few people that I know, head to Salt Lake City, and you know, maybe, you know, have a couple cold beers or something like that, and watch the fight. I would have loved that. But it happened on a Saturday that I had a wedding booked. So I'll be in New Orleans tomorrow. And probably somehow try to watch the fight maybe after that wedding because I think the wedding's done at 11. By the time I pack up, get out the quarter, all that stuff, might be able to catch some of it or catch that illegal link on TikTok. But that's the question today.
1: Look, and most people answered, as I knew y'all would, answered Poirier. Uh, Brian says, does a bear do you know what in the woods? Yes, Poirier all
0: day. I like some of these answers. Stan, come on, bro, seriously? Yeah, I, I just asked the question. Now Blake says draw. I'm not sure if uh, if Blake's watching this morning. I know he does most mornings. He said a draw. And then I said, "You serious or joking?" He said, "Seriously joking." <laughs> but most of you said the diamond. Uh, my my guy Cupid commented. I don't like Cupid, man. Been knowing him for a while. Look, if look, even if like if if you like rock music. And, dude, you've never seen Cupid do a live show. It will blow you away. The musicians that he has with him on a live show. I saw him the last two Rice Festivals because I was DJing the Rice Festivals. His guitar player, his drum player. Dude, I'd put them up with anyone. Amazing live show. But uh, Cupid says, I'm just here to see who needs to move from Lafayette. (laughs) But, I mean, most people around here are going to say Dustin Poirier. But that question is on our Planet Radio page and also on my Chris Logan page. You're listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. Yesterday, Joe Burrow carted off the field. I got that notification. I think it was either like a Fox Sports or an ESPN notification on my phone. And when I saw carted off, I'm like, dude, that can't be good. Because anytime you get a notification or you hear the news carted off, you always think the worst. But from NFL.com, Joe Burrow suffered what is to believe a calf
1: strain during practice yesterday, and he will undergo further testing. It was during an 11 on 11 drill. Burrow pumped left and scrambled right. He came
0: up hobbling, favoring his right leg. He skipped off on his left leg before going down on the practice field. And Burrow was attended to by the medical staff before he was carted off. Jamar Chase says he's not overly concerned. He said, quote, we always give each other that nod. He gave me a nod. He's all right. He's a strong dude.
1: But if you remember, he had a season-ending left ACL tear
0: during his 2020 rookie year. Came back from that injury and, you know, took, took the Bengals almost to the promised land. And then also contract talks for Joe Burrow. He says he's not worried, but according to some analysts and stuff, like he's that last guy to extend a deal and Justin Herbert extended his deal. I told you about that. I think it was yesterday or the day before. And so he's salary based the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, Justin Herbert from the Chargers. I think once all said and done, it's going to be Joe Burrow extending his deal and and getting a massive deal. Who's the backup in Cincinnati if if Let's see, trying to see if they have it in the story, and I don't see it. I'd have to look up a depth chart, and then I don't know. I, I don't have time to do that. I don't want to bore you. But who is the backup to Joe Burrow? Is it um Andy Dalton? No, where, where did Andy Dalton go? He went somewhere. But it doesn't look like the injury to Joe Burrow was that big of a deal. Also, this was a trending story here in Acadiana. I was kind of surprised to read this story, not going to lie to you. This is from katc.com. You could probably read it on any local news channel's website. Youngsville Police Chief Ricky uh, Ricky Boudreaux is allegedly the subject of a criminal investigation after methamphetamine was discovered near his office at the police department. That's according to sources with knowledge of the investigation and KATC's media partners at The Advocate. Hmm. What if it's going to be like at the White House? Oh, we don't know. Just sweep that under the rug, man. John Mowell, a spokesperson for the Lafayette Parish Sheriff's Office, confirmed to the newspaper, the advocate, that his agency is conducting an investigation involving the Youngsville Police Department. But Mr. Mowell would not disclose specifics citing an active investigation. So do we know exactly what's going on? Nope. Uh, a search warrant obtained by the Acadian advocate shows the sheriff's office was authorized to obtain video footage from cameras at the Youngsville Police Department because they were believed to include evidence of one felony count of possession of a Schedule II substance. Drugs in that class include hydrocordone, cocaine, methamphetamine, oxycodone, and fentanyl. The search warrant was signed at 11:23, July 17th by 15th Judicial District Court Judge Royal Cobra. You can read more if you want on KATC.com, saw it on KLFY.com, saw it on KADN.com. That's weird, huh? The cameras caught it at the Youngsville Police Department. But at the White House, dude, they, the camera, the cameras was they were a little grainy. Secret Service couldn't see. They can see those January 6th people do, though, huh? You can see they got them January six people from like eight miles away. They, 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 um, they, they zoomed in, dude, Scanned their retinas. They know them, dude. They know who their great grandparents were from like years back, but they can't tell us who that cocaine was for. And cameras caught it at the Youngsville police department. Dude, tell me, tell me what's wrong
1: in this world. 8.15, you're listening to the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7.
0: Snakes are wiling out these days. Another snake in the toilet. The one I told you about this week, I think it happened overseas.
1: This one happened in Shreveport. A Shreveport woman had the surprise of a lifetime after her middle-of-the-night trip
0: to the bathroom turned into a snake-retrieving operation. Dude, I would just drop. Happened at 1.30 a.m. at a home in Sunset Acres in Shreveport. According to Steve Kennedy, with with Steve's Snakesuary, sounds like a cool business. The terrified woman called him asking for help after she saw a ball python poking its head out of the bowl. I'd have called about 10 minutes late because I would have passed out. Mr. Kennedy says, quote, it was surprising for me because 20 years in business, I've never found a snake in the toilet. It's the kind of stuff you see in movies, he says. So he was kind of excited, just a a different way. After completely taking apart the toilet, Steve Kennedy was able to successfully remove the snake and give the woman some peace of mind. He says she was pretty freaked out. But as you can see from the picture, which he had a picture, she was smiling afterwards. He just said, I'm happy that I got the snake out. Good job, Mr. Kennedy. But he has a, it's a local reptile rescue, Steve's Snakeshuary, and it's in Shreveport. I guess that's who you call. You don't call the dog catcher. Not sure you know who you have around your area if you find a snake in your toilet. I just call a shovel. That's, that's all I do. Good one, bad one, doesn't matter, man. That's not my favorite thing. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of snakes. No, leave, the, leave these alone. They eat the others. Okay, but it's trying to eat me. What am I supposed to do? Does that mean that I'm a snake? I know I'm not a snake. Why is this little snake who's not supposed to be mean trying to get at me? I mean, he came at me first, so he got the shovel. That's just what goes down. I mean, try that in a small town snake and see what happens. See if you don't get the shovel. Might not get that in the big city. But dude, you come you come to a small town, we got some things called shovels. Take that, snakes. Um I was trying not to laugh, but I made myself laugh. Hopefully, uh, hopefully you did too. Uh So, uh, I wanted to show you this video. If you're watching this morning, I'm going to pull it up on the screen. If you're not watching and and you're just listening this morning on the radio, uh, which, by the way, we're always streaming live for the Power Hour on our Planet Radio Facebook page. You can see me inside the studio. Uh, I'll pull up stories if there's pictures. Uh, You can see the videos, all that stuff if you want to watch along. Also, if you want to comment, you can do so on our Planet Radio Facebook page. And if you're watching, all I ask you to do is maybe just share the video. would appreciate that. But I don't know what it is these days, man. Snakes are getting mad. People are getting mad because it's hot. You got to watch your tone when you're talking to people outside. Snakes are trying to cool off, man. They're getting into sewer pipes and, and toilets. And this snake, I'm assuming, was maybe trying to get into this house. So, I'm going to play the video uh, and narrate it a little bit for you watching on. Uh, sorry, for you listening on the radio. Here, here it is. This guy walking up under his front door.
1: Damn it, I got oh. bit,
0: poor guy. So, there's a man hanging out on top of the storm door. He opens his storm door to get into his own house. And see, that snake was trying to infiltrate into his house. And then when, he gets, when the guy gets in front of the snake, the snake bites him on his head. And it scares the guy, rightfully so. Whether it was poisonous or not, I would have probably died right then and there. And so he's like, damn it, I got bit on the head. Then he backs up, trips over uh, his little stoop, then he falls in the flower bed. Hopefully it wasn't poisonous. I saw that video this morning. I'm like, dude, what's, what's up with snakes these days? Why are they are so mad at us? Trying to get us. 820, power hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. This is from klfy.com, New Orleans woman. She has her phone stolen and her bank account hacked while she is visiting her daughter in Lafayette you got to keep your head on a swivel, dude, 25 hours a day, eight days a week. A New Orleans woman wants to bring awareness and hopes the person responsible for stealing her phone and hacking her bank account is caught by authorities. 64-year-old Cindy Simino was visiting her daughter in Lafayette on July 20th. However, during her visit, she did not expect things to go or happen as they did. Ms. Semino says it's actually overwhelming that you think you have privacy using your username and password when you do your online banking, but evidently it's not secure. She says my phone was stolen, not my debit card, nothing else, just my phone. And somehow they are able to get into my Chase banking account, take money out of it and change my address. Also add a new phone number and add a new checking account. She says, I mean, the whole works. So here's how it went down. She was at her daughter's home. Check this. It's even hard nowadays to do the right thing. So hard to do the right thing. You don't want to stop someone. It looks like they have a flat on the side of the road. Now, they might try to kill you or kidnap you. And, and you know, you try to uh, give money to people. Here's what happened to this, to this lady. She says, while she was at her daughter's home, a man offered to cut her, uh, cut her grass. My daughter doesn't know him, she says, just kind of recruited him because he went around asking people if they need their grass cut, and then he was going to cut their grass. When he was finishing cutting the grass, it was excruciatingly hot outside, and he asked if he could come in and get some ice water. So this, these nice ladies said,
1: yeah, come on in. You want tap water? You want some bottle water? What do you want? Simino said she didn't know
0: where her daughter was at the time, but she went to the bathroom to check on a little girl. And when she walked back outside, she noticed that the man and her phone were gone. She said, quote, I mean, two minutes when I walked back outside, the bathroom was right there in the hallway where he was. My phone was gone that quick. He took my phone. So now the lady filed a police report. She's getting a new phone. But less than 24 hours later, the thief had already gotten into her Chase banking account. She, said, uh, she says, I checked my Chase account, and I can see where they withdrew or transferred $2,700 into another account.
1: She closed the bank account. She's not sure where the money went. You think there would be a way that they could track that? The person even managed to uh, still steal her new debit card number before receiving it in the mail. She says they put the information on Cash App and PayPal, which she never used. Crazy, huh? Dude was walking around
0: trying to to ask people to cut their grass. They let this dude in the house to give him some ice water because we all know. It's hotter than hell outside. And the dude stole a phone and then stole money from this this lady's banking account. Uh -uh. 8.24, got to take a quick three-minute break, and then we're coming back with the second half of the power hour. Here's what's on tap. Got some exciting news for Dusan. I'm excited. If you travel that Highway 95 area, if you travel 95 coming off the interstate, by loves and what is it? The Shoprite, Tobacco Plus, Rascals, dude. That area is is uh, bad with traffic because those eighteen wheelers are trying to get into both truck stops, and sometimes it's it's pretty ridiculous right there. But they got some changes coming. Um, an eleven year old girl fakes her friend's kidnapping because she thought it would be funny. Congresswoman uh, Diane Feinstein, two hundred and six years old, she had a little. Uh, mishap yesterday, Bud Light layoffs, got an uh-uh story, and a couple fast food stories this morning, Chick-fil-A testing out two new concepts, and then Taco Bell introducing something new, reading those two things this morning. So we're going to have to hump it. We got a lot to get to, so don't miss out. The second half of the Power Hour, back in three, thanks to Motor City and Bandezes here on Planet
1: Radio 106.7. John says, New Orleans
0: ladies got their phone stolen, bank accounts hacked. Um, Brady, neither. It's called sweet tea. Oh, answering the question of iced tea or sweet tea. That was something uh, that I didn't mention yet here during the Power Hour. I did mention it earlier this morning, though. And there's an Internet debate on whether it's iced, I-C-E-D, tea, or iced tea. And it was a poll of 10,000 people, 49% of people say it's iced tea, and 20% of people say ice tea, and 27% said both are cool. So I guess you can say whatever you want. You know, your, your, there, there. No, it, it it doesn't matter how you do things nowadays as long as you just do them. You know, misspelling's cool. Every, every, everything's cool, man. It, it, but And I mentioned this last hour when I talked about it. You agree with me here that it's so hard to change people's minds nowadays? Very hard. But is it iced tea or iced tea? Kind of like buck naked. Nowadays, people say butt naked, B-U-T-T naked. And that can be a thing. I guess you can be butt buck, buck naked. But naked, but the real term, right, is buck naked, B-U-C-K. What are the comments we got? Kanan says, Poirier, Ian, what's up? Happy Friday, Kanan. Yeah, good morning. But the question of the day today is Poirier or Gaethje? And man, I was really kind of bummed out when I had the opportunity to go and had a wedding reception at DJ uh, in New Orleans. And I, I just couldn't back out of it or get somebody else to do it. So I'll, I'll guess I'll probably maybe catch it somewhere, or um, I don't know, watch it on TikTok or something. It's it's going to be somewhere. Not that I want to do it illegally, because if I would be home, I would buy it. But not going to be home. How much longer we got? About fifty seconds. But man, what's up with snakes? John says everyone makes mistakes now because of stupid autocorrect, like my last comments. Not that big of a deal. <laughs> it's true, man. Yeah, you could you could type things and then auto-correct. No, I don't. I don't want to do that. That's not how I want to spell it. I want to spell it this way. Uh, John says I'm buying it. I think it's what seventy bucks,
1: sixty bucks. Thought they had the price on this story that I saw.
0: I guess probably sixty bucks. I'm sure. Remember they had the HD and non-HD pay-per-views like for WWE back in the day? Hang on. So we're back inside the Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. It is Chris Logan, your host. Thanks to Motor City. Thanks to Mendezes being sponsors of the morning show. You want to get maybe a sponsorship on the morning show? You want to get commercials on Planet Radio 106.7? Shoot me an email, info at planet.com or you can shoot me a message on Facebook. Whatever's is easier, whichever way that you would like to connect with me, it's all good. Got some very affordable advertising packages that I'd love to talk to you about. Uh, but I saw this on CaliphY.com. It has to do with Duson. Now, I travel Highway 95 a lot because I come from Church Point. I most of the time travel through Mir, and hit the interstate if I'm going to the big city of Lafayette. But it was a story about DUSA and the making progress. Uh, they interviewed the mayor of DUSA, Johnny Thibodeau, saying there's another project in the works for another subdivision. He said, Kane Place subdivision. The first subdivision that came to DUSA, phase one, was 102 homes. And we've got another project, he says, on the south end of town. And then he talks about the loves, you know, has the Wendy's, has the Bojangles in it now, and he says it's one of the largest truck stops along Interstate Ten in the state of Louisiana. Now, if you travel that area, you know that sometimes you gotta uh, you gotta say a couple of our fathers when you're there just to try to uh, to to not have any road rage because sometimes it's bad if you're trying to come out of loves. If you're getting off the interstate because you got these 18-wheelers, you got these cars, some are trying to get into Love's, some are trying to get into, what is it, the ShopRite, Tobacco Plus, Rascals, truck stop right there, and, and more times than not, it's a mess. But I read this in the story. It says, Thibodeau says a new roundabout is in the works by the truck stop and Tobacco Plus gas station. It's slated to be completed by next year. Those roundabouts, dude, that's what's hot in the streets. The town has received grants of just about $5.2 million for the construction of that roundabout. And Mayor Thibodeau says it's looking like it's going to be within the next year or so. So that's pretty good news, especially if you travel that area. John says on our Facebook Live, they got a Bojangles. Yes, they do. They recently changed
1: it up at the Love's truck stop in Dusselt. Also, another fake kidnapping story. In this one, the 11-year-old girl thought it would be funny. And just for the record,
0: boys and girls, that is not funny at all. Happened in Florida. 11-year-old Florida girl arrested Wednesday after deputy said she falsely reported her friend's kidnapping because she thought it would be funny. The Volusia County Sheriff's Office said the girl reported that her 14-year-old friend had been abducted by an armed man while driving a white van. She said she was following them in a blue Jeep on Interstate 95 in Oak Hill. Deputy said for the next hour and a half, the girl texted updates, including a description of the male suspect and that he had a gun. Good Lord. Investigators said they tracked the cell phone used to text 911 and they were brought to a home in Port Orange. When deputies got to the home, they said the girl's father, uh, they said they called the girl's father who told him his daughter was inside the home with her family. When the girl was found, deputies said she had her cell phone in her hand and was receiving a call from the Volusia Sheriff's dispatch, telling her that deputies were on the scene. The girl told deputies that she got the idea to prank 911 through a YouTube challenge and thought it would be, quote, funny. Sheriff Mike Chitwood said he was not amused. This kind of prank activity is dangerous, obviously. Says we're going to investigate every incident, but today it's wasted valuable resources that might have helped someone else who legitimately needed our help.
1: Also, deputy said the 11-year-old was charged with making a false police report concerning the use of a
0: firearm in a violent manner. And also misuse of 911, 11 years old, trying to do a YouTube challenge and pull a prank. And I've said it before, dude, I I like a good prank. I like a good joke. I like to smile a few times a day. But sometimes there, there are lines with these pranks and these jokes. And you see a lot of them on social media, you do. And some of them we all laugh at. Some of them are set up. Some of them are not. Some of them are, uh, they look like they're not set up, or the, the way they execute the prank, they want to make you think that it's not set up, but it probably is. Like the ones in the grocery store, where someone will come up and either moan in someone's ear, or like throw some item from the aisle uh, on top of the person, or put a bucket on their head. I know you've seen those. Or someone throws something from the opposite
1: aisle in the grocery store see like that would cause a fight and just and, and it's not not and, and
0: i don't think because like like people are violent but sometimes that's a reaction if i'm kneeling down dude and i'm looking at some rice and i'm looking at do i want supreme rice medium grain long grain? i'm kneeling down i'm looking at it i'm i'm concentrating because i'm thinking what do i want don't want to try jasmine rice you know, do I want that aromatic rice for my rice and gravy? What do I want? So you're in thought thinking, should I get, should I get the 5-pound bag, the 10-pound bag? And then someone comes, comes up in the back, you, oh.
1: And that, should, that uh, reaction should be just punch. Boop. Oh, my bad, dude. I'm sorry.
0: We got someone sleeping on aisle 10. <laughs> pick, up, pick up on aisle 10. Buggy round up on aisle, aisle 10. But these, these pranks, man, the videos sometimes go too far. 835 here inside the Power Hour. It is Planet Radio 106.7. You want, you want the degrees? You want to see how hot it is right now? Let's see. Just in case you don't know. 79 degrees according to my AccuWeather app feels like 94.
1: If you're working outside right now, I'm going to throw you the sign of the cross. Bless you. Uh, Also,
0: this Senator Dianne Feinstein. No, Mitch McConnell is 110. Dianne Feinstein is 206. And they're still serving the people, man. They're still doing their job, (laughs) or not. But Senator Dianne Feinstein, who I'm sorry, dude, she she looks like a walking corpse. She kind of looks
1: like she just like she looks like a skeleton. I apologize for saying that. But but she does.
0: Two words, term limits. Or if it's not term limits, then maybe like if you hit 65, like it should be a mandatory uh, retirement. Or less, or I mean, we'll give it 70. You're creeping up in your 80s, your 90s, like some of these lawmakers. That's just a little too much. But she began delivering a speech in support of a bill during a vote on Thursday instead of just saying the expected response of aye or nay.
1: So she looked confused. She started giving a speech.
0: It was during a Senate Appropriations Committee markup of bills on Thursday morning where she stumbled on a vote. Instead of saying A or nay, she began to deliver the speech supporting, uh, in support of the measure. She says, I would like to support a yes vote on this. It provides $823 billion,
1: and she went on. About 15 seconds into Ms. Feinstein's speech,
0: her home health nurse came by. I mean, I'm sorry. Um, her aide whispered in her ear, said, just say A. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's A-Y-E.
1: I's. A's. A. Kind of, you know, hit a little Fonz with it. That's what I would do if I was a congressman. But she was ready to give a
0: speech, man. She was ready. She had it prepared. And all she really had to do was say, yes or no, I'm going to vote for it or I'm, or I'm not. But I'm glad her home health nurse was there. Um, also, Bud Lightman, you may have seen this. And I hate to see anyone lose a job. I, I really do. Saw this on FoxNews.com. Bud Light layoffs are a push to clean up the corporate mess and move away from progressive politics, according to experts. Anheuser-Busch announced it will lay off hundreds of employees across its U.S. corporate staff, and experts say the news further indicates that Americans are fed up with companies like Bud Light involving themselves in politics. Oxygen Financial CEO Ted Jenkins told Fox News Digital, I think the pendulum has finally swung to the end. He says, quote, consumers are starting to say, look, we love the products and services many companies sell us. We just don't want any agenda to force down our throats, and we definitely don't want anything political forced down our throats. And if you do, we're going to exercise our our free speech to vote with our feet, and that means not to buy your product, end quote. And again, that was Oxygen Financial CEO Ted Jenkins with Fox News Digital. Now, how many people will be impacted? Again, I hate to see anyone lose their job, especially if it's someone you know, and you see that a lot in corporate America. It might be someone that had nothing to do with the issue. Now, maybe if you got rid of some of the ones, and look, not, not just in this case. It could be in any case, any situation. Instead of getting the ones that cause the issue away, you're going to fire those people that are working hard, working in the 106-degree heat. Those are the ones that you're going to let go. When the ones that cause you the problems should be the ones that you let go. Now, I know Bud Light did that. They made a little switch of their marketing team, their head marketing person, all that stuff. But the company layoffs will impact less than 2% of the workforce, meaning approximately 380 U.S.-based employees at Anheuser-Busch will lose their jobs. Anheuser-Busch CEO Brendan Whitworth said in a statement on Wednesday, quote, Today, we took the very difficult but necessary decision to eliminate a number of positions across our corporate organization. He added, while we never take these decisions lightly, we want to ensure that our organization continues to be set for future long term success. See, so, but that is not the right answer. That is an answer of a CEO who maybe, let's just say the economy's not so great, their sector's not doing good, and they're seeing a downfall uh, in sales, right? That's the kind of answer that a CEO gives. We want to ensure that our organization continues to be set for future long-term success. All you had to do for those people, the 380 that are losing their jobs, is just fix the problem that happened. Now I don't get paid enough to tell Bud Light how to fix that problem, but I know they were paying so much somebody a lot of money
1: to fix it, but they didn't. They didn't. They didn't want to. What was the correct way to fix this whole Dylan
0: Mulvaney thing? What do you think? I'm not going to tell you how to think, but what do you think was the way for
1: them to fix this? Do you think Bud Light did the right thing? Do you think they 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 didn't do the right thing? Would an apology have worked?
0: And, you know, the thing with this, it, it, it doesn't look like it's going away. I mean, uh, anheuser
1: Bush lost billions, billions. An Anheuser-Busch spokesperson later revealed that layoffs would simply and reduce layers within
0: its organization. Okay, I'll take it back. It will not impact brewery and warehouse staff, drivers, and field sales, among others. I I take what I said back. I didn't read that far down in the story. But I was thinking, just like corporate America, the higher-ups wouldn't have gotten nothing, and they'd they'd, um, they'd have let the working man go. You know, old Mr. Willie, who was probably delivering uh, beer for many, many years, probably would have let Mr. Willie go.
1: But they said brewery, warehouse staff, drivers, field sales, it would not impact them. But could could Bud Light have fixed that very early on? Do you think an apology would have helped?
0: I feel they didn't want to apologize because then they would have upset the 1% that got upset in the first place. So they 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 didn't want to to
1: upset you know, like certain individuals. So, you know, it, it and it's it, it's give and take.
0: But you you didn't apologize, and what happened? You you lost sales, and you lost billions and billions of dollars. Now, would I have would I, would I personally have liked to be the guy in charge to to write that apology? Not really. Not not really but but light like stock is
1: down 12% over the last 3 months it's down 16 billion in market cap now there's um,
0: let's see who said this uh, the other the, the guy who I, I was talking about who they quoted in this story ted jenkin he again the ceo of oxygen financial He said the corporate speak of simplify and reduce layers can be translated to, quote, clean up the corporate mess, make the
1: shareholders happy, and increase the stock price. And again, this story is from foxnews.com if you want to go and read it. Also, this guy, Mr. Jenkins, said, quote, the stock is down 12% over the last three
0: months and 16 billion in market cap. He said the corporation needs to clean it up so they can try to fix the stock price for their shareholders. He says, quote, what's the easiest way to do that? Make the heads roll of the people who created the problem, end quote. And according to a letter sent to the employees who were laid off by Anheuser-Busch, they will receive severance pay, six months of
1: continued company paid health insurance benefits and resources to help find a new job. You know, and again, uh, affecting, affecting on a
0: lower level. Something that the higher-ups in the corporate, a problem that they created, and they didn't put the fire out, and it had just rolled down. Got an uh-uh story today, another Florida story. By the way, it's 845. We're going to have to move on these last few these last few stories. A man in Florida was arrested last Friday after spraying a woman in the face with a garden hose. He thought that she was on his property, but police say he was wrong about where the property line ended. On Friday night, deputies responded to a home on Treetop Circle after a woman called to report that an unknown female had pointed a firearm at her husband. After investigating the incident, deputies determined the reporting party, Jeffrey Rutfield, 62, had been the one to escalate the incident by spraying the victim in the face with a garden hose after yelling at her for allegedly being on his property line. Get off my property. The victim said that while she was retreating to her vehicle, Mr. Rutfield followed her while yelling at her, which put her in fear that she was going to be attacked, so she displayed a firearm for her safety. Once Rutfield went back inside, the victim put away the firearm and stood by in her vehicle and waited for deputies to arrive. After reviewing the evidence, deputies determined the victim was not on Rutfield's property and that he had followed her vehicle in an aggressive manner. So Mr. Rutfield was arrested for simple battery. He was transported to Advent Health for medical clearance and then to Sheriff Perry Hall Inmate Detention Facility without incident. He was later released from jail.
1: So it was a case of get off my lawn, but it wasn't his lawn. <laughs> uh,
0: also wanted to talk about Chick-fil-A. And they're testing out two new restaurant concepts. We all know Chick-fil-A's, they have the double lane drive through, right? The two lane drive through. So now there's a concept where it would have a four lane drive through. Also, a kitchen above and a walk-up store for digital orders. So they basically want to send your drive-through
1: chicken on a conveyor belt and down a chute. This is a story from CNN.com. The drive-through is set to open in Atlanta next year.
0: Customers can either order ahead via the Chick-fil-A app, and then you receive the meals at one of the two lanes dedicated for, for mobile orders, or you can order as usual through the regular drive through lane. Ah, so that's, that's what uh, the other lanes are for, would be for people who order through the app, order digitally. The model's kitchen is about to double the typical size to get the food from the kitchen to customers. The restaurant will use an overhead conveyor belt with chutes down the sides. A similar way, uh, sorry, a system similar to that already in some restaurants, according to Chick-fil-A. Didn't McDonald's say they
1: were trying that? It's like this whole automated thing. And man, are we going towards more automation? See, this
0: AI stuff is more ways than one. Like, we're not, we're not talking about AI robots. You know what I mean? Like, we're not talking about, you know, robots walking around. Like, it looks like RoboCop. Now, that could happen. I, I saw a video on TikTok. There was one of the, uh, the kings in the Middle East, and it looks like they were at some kind of uh, trade show. I don't think it was Dubai. It was was somewhere over there. I told you, dude, they're doing big things in the Middle East, and we still got Times Square in the Grand Canyon and Mount Rushmore. Straight 70s, man. We're not not making technological advances here in America anymore. But that king was being guarded by a robot. Like, it was a big robot, almost looked like the Rock'em Sock'em robots from back in the day. That's what it looked like. But but it was it was real as real as a robot can get, and it was walking. So the robot was walking and leading uh, the king into. It it looked like it was a convention center, this trade show thing. But he was being protected by a robot. So that's the difference. Like our president's a robot, and then kings and other places are being protected by a robot. (laughs) Um. That's just a joke. I don't believe President Biden's a robot. <clears throat> uh, but yeah. So this is going to be a change coming to Chick Fil A, could be. And it, I mean, look, we're talking about futuristic. I actually, have a picture here of of the concept, and it looks very futuristic. It really does. It looks very contemporary the way the way they have it built. And so the you know the the top part would be the restaurant. And the bottom part is where the four lanes would be. So it almost looks, looks like maybe like an oil platform or something like that. So it's the big square top. And then there, the, there are two skinnier pieces that make the drive through underneath that. And so you would be driving underneath the top of the Chick-fil-A when you're going through the drive through. Actually looks pretty cool. If that happens, man, I might take back
1: my statement about innovation here in the United States.
0: We don't really have it anymore. I hate to say it, but we don't. People used to want to go check out Hollywood Boulevard. Right? Remember, boy, back in the 80s, man, everybody wanted to go live in California. Now, look for videos on Hollywood Boulevard. Just saying. Homelessness, drugs. C- crazy, man. These, these major cities. Philadelphia is, is another one. It's, it's sad, my friends. It's sad. I'm not joking about that at all. Straight up sad. Uh, taco Bell. Also, look, I'll, I'll put this up. Dude, this looks good at Taco Bell, and that's the only reason why uh, I wanted to talk about it this morning because it looks pretty good. I like a good taco. Now, Taco Bell, they were more known for like fast food or, or, or Mexican food yeah, it was fast food. So it wasn't really that authentic, if you will, with all due respect to Taco Bell. Like, it wasn't something that you would get from a food truck. But, man, if you ever had tacos or burritos or any type of Mexican dish from a very authentic restaurant or from a very authentic food truck, oh, my God, dude, so good. And and so different from from what you know and that's what it seems like Taco Bell is trying to do they're introducing a new grilled cheese dipping taco so you know the whole street taco thing you ever seen that with the corn tortilla and that's red you know they dip it in the in in the sauce all that stuff that's the route it looks
1: like Taco Bell is trying to take just a little bit of a more authentic route But it's the grilled cheese dipping taco that features slow braised shredded beef. So it's not ground beef like like you you know from Taco Bell. Also has a three cheese blend melted on the inside and grilled on the outside of a freshly fried
0: daily white corn shell. So it's on a, a white corn shell fried. And it comes to the side of warm nacho cheese sauce and a savory red sauce for dipping. I I don't know what, I I, I mentioned it before. There was this restaurant, and I I think, don't quote me on this, I think this Mexican restaurant is now where Aztecas used to be in the Ambassador Row Shopping Center. But there was this uh, little authentic Mexican restaurant kind of behind Cal's Western Wear. I think it's that scooter store now. There was this little uh, authentic Mexican restaurant. Dude, they didn't speak English. But the, uh, the food there was fire. And I think someone told me that they moved to where Aztecas was on um, the Ambassador Row, Ambassador at Johnson. But so good. And we got this little, new little spot in Church Point, Casa Cajun, and it's a taquerita. So it's not really uh, a Mexican restaurant. It's more of a, a taquerita and sports bar, they call it. And they feature a lot of great tacos. And, man, they're really good. And like, that's what I like about it. they like, there's some authenticness to it. It's not just a white flour tortilla with the, uh, with the ground meat on it. They're, are different kinds. They got, uh, my favorite there is a smoked brisket. And then there's the, um, which you ever been to a food truck, a taco food truck. You know, they have, uh, like, I, I don't know what they call it in, in Spanish, but it's the, it's, it's the tongue. Um, oh man, what, 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 what do they call it? What's the word in Spanish? You know what I'm talking about but it's, it's tongue. It's those tacos. Oh, dude. So good. So good. Now I'm hungry at 855. I'm hungry for some tacos. Well, we got more coming up next hour. One hour left inside the show. Going to get the stained. Our lady Peace set to come your way. Candle box ball. We got white stripes. We got Oasis. Uh, we're going to do some Foo Fighters. We're going to do some good Charlotte next hour. So stick around. We got one hour left here inside the morning show powered by Motor City and Mendez's Seafood Bar and Grill here on Planet Radio 106.7.